Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Friday's Epilogue Show where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of money mindfulness, or as we're calling it, sexy money mindfulness. Oh. <laughs> it's not sexy. It's not. It was very interesting. Not sexy. Definitely the not. only reason we said sexy is because we wanted you to all tune in and not be turned off by the word money. Correct. I, I mean, we did say that in the show notes. We were very clear about it. Yeah, so if you were listening to it, expecting it to be sexy, wondering when sexy time was going to make an appearance, it, it wasn't. It didn't. And it wasn't. We tricked you. We tricked you into financial wellness. <laughs> and that's a good trick. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self Care Club, the epilogue show. Before we jump into today's episode, we wanted to talk to you about our ever-growing Facebook group that's on, funnily enough, Facebook. It's called Self Care Clubbers. So if you are not a member jump to Facebook, search for us and come and join the community. It's a lovely group. There's lots of chat. There's lots of talk about self-care. There's lots of people giving advice. There's lots of people taking the mickey out of us and talking about bits that they liked on the show. It's honestly, there's posts every day. It's really fun and we would really love you to be a part of it. You can just search on Facebook for self-care clubbers or you can scroll down to our show notes and you'll see the link there. How are you getting on with money mindfulness? It's been so interesting. Since this week, like stuff has happened. E.g. paid my tax. Two days later, get an email from HMRC. <laughs> They're my favourite people to get emails from. Oh, not always. <laughs> no. And they said... Huh, you overpaid your tax last huh. year. Did they say huh? They said, huh. <laughs> Dolly, you overpaid your tax. You overpaid your tax last year. Here's a rebate. And they gave me money. I mean, what the actual? Well, that's manifesting. That is proper manifesting, isn't it? I know. It was joyous. And then, sort of unexpectedly, I ended up at a birth. And obviously, I got paid for that. Money. That was very unexpected way. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Money made its way to me. Yes. Which is fantastic. I just feel like 
the flow. I'm in flow. That's how I feel. I'm in flow. And because of that whole week, I feel I kept my vibration high on the whole thing. And now it's just all happening. Money bags, shall we call you? <laughs> Let's not go that far. What's so, going on with you? Uh, well, we had a couple of deals in the pipeline, didn't we? They we did. have been signed off. So there you go. More. More flow. So there's more flow there because yeah. we were wondering when that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I've got a few more coaching clients. Brilliant. Coming in. So there's that. I can't say anything else has been happening, but I do feel like you much more in flow and much more mindful about my relationship with money and how I want to behave towards money and around money. I also feel, and I don't know if you feel the same, that since I had this very long open conversation with Ollie and I kind of let go of this thing I've got, this fear I've got around earning and what that might change and what that might do. And since we had that chat, it's kind of freed something in me. Like it's kind of cleared a block. Now I feel like I can just let the money flow. Do you feel similar? Yeah. Weird. I really do. So we did say that on the main show. I, I really do feel that. And it was a conversation I really needed to have. So the beauty of bringing the awareness to an, a subconscious thought mm. or a subconscious belief mm. is so vital because it allows you to challenge it, question it, wonder whether it's true or not, mm. and work out whether you want to be working from that belief. And it turns out that neither one of us did. Yeah. And then... Because this conversation opened up and we've been talking about it, this morning, Ollie said, you know what? I think that we should sit down and do a proper financial review. He said, because, you know, it's very easy to ignore everything, but I always think fix the roof while the sun is shining rather than... Oh, that's a great saying. Right. And I'm telling you before this week, I would have gone, no, no, no way. Don't want to look at it. Don't know. You deal with that. Don't want to touch it. And I said, okay, we can do that. And he said, I just think it would be really good for both of us to be really aware of everything coming in and going out and what's going on with all the finances. He said, and I think you'd feel better to know, you know, the details of stuff. And I said, well, maybe I wouldn't, but okay. I feel much more open to doing that. And he obviously feels much more open about kind of talking about it. So that's good, right? That's really good. Dan Mangana, you've changed my life. He is. Well, he's coming back on the show to do the challenge of the week. That's yeah. coming up in a minute. Um, but he is also back on Sunday for the full interview because I did chop it and cut it up a bit just to condense it down to like 10, 12 minutes for the main show. So there are more gems coming from him on Sunday. So don't forget to tune in for that because it really is all of this stuff that Lauren is saying has come on the back of that one conversation. Imagine what it would be like if he was your coach, Lauren. I think I'd be a multimillionaire by the time I was 50. Well, that is what he coaches around. There you go. So I asked on Facebook, you know, if you're not on our Facebook group, self-care clubbers, you should have FOMO. That's all I'm saying. Or we could invite them onto the Facebook group. I'm inviting all of you. Come now, come to Facebook, find us, self-care clubbers, join our group. Some people have messaged us on Instagram to say, I'm not on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So 
I am sorry that the group is happening on Facebook and you're not on Facebook. And I get why you're not on Facebook because Facebook can be an annoying place. It's just another platform to have to be a part of. So I totally get it. But you can come back onto Facebook or onto Facebook and not do anything else other than this group. Well, I asked clubbers, what's your relationship with money? And the replies came flooding in. Did they? They did. Somebody said, and I, I'm just going to repeat from last week, I'm keeping it anonymous because I feel like it's not a private group, but it's a sort of club. And I don't want to reveal anyone's name I unless think they... you should make it a private group. You do think we should? We'll, we'll talk about that off Okay, air. we'll talk about it off air. But for the meantime, I'm just going to keep everyone anonymous because I feel that's nicer for everyone's privacy. Someone said, what money? I'm a good saver, but the cost of everything going up is stretching my abilities. Someone else said, I'm terrible. They really should start teaching this in schools. And we did talk about oh, we that. We said that on, on the, the main show. show. Yeah. Someone else said, my intention this year is to prioritise my financial well-being, to clear my debt and save as much as I can without limiting myself in experiences and socialising. I've created a spreadsheet to manage my incomings and outgoings. And instead of impertinence, purchasing impulsively I now try to wait 30 days to see if I still want the item wow that's so days. that's so disciplined that is so disciplined because there's nothing I would need in 30 days of course not you'd actually save a fortune doing that maybe we should it's a really really good idea that Someone else said, I'm finally in a position in my life, it's taken me till the age of 42 to get here, where I have a financial cushion with savings. I was in a lot of debt in my early 20s, but paid that off through blood, sweat and tears. I'm single, so I have to be able to support myself financially, not only now, but in my future, if my circumstances don't change. Great. And then two more. Interesting. Someone said, much, much better since reading The Barefoot Investor and facing up to our financial reality. I now actually enjoy looking at our account balances and gone is the stress of living payday to payday. Brilliant. The Barefoot Investor, that's interesting. That was, um, a lot of people were talking about that on, on the group this week. Apparently, it's quite life-changing, that book. And someone else said, I'm not sure... Financial wellness should just incorporate your ability to save. It's about the value you place on money and how the thought of having more or less of it makes you feel. Well, that's exactly what we were talking about, weren't we, on the show? Mm. Are you really happy with how much of your time you trade for the income you get? How would you feel if you had more or less money coming in? My relationship with money used to be in a scarcity mindset and I was fearful of it, but I've worked hard to turn that around. Nice. Great. But I would say that that was quite apt for where we were both I don't think I had scare city I was avoidant mm. um, and you had a bit of scarcity about it you were avoidant f for a belief that didn't that exist just, yeah did totally didn't exist yeah I kept telling myself that I was bad with money I'm not mm. bad with money at all I've never mm. been in debt in my entire life mm. how can I be bad with money um, so that was interesting so it is worth checking in on these beliefs you have around money and listen, listen to the show on Sunday because he does really challenge all of that. It's brilliant. Okay, should we go on to Challenge of the Week? Yes. The Self-Care Club Challenge of the Week. For our Challenge of the Week, we've got a special one. This week, we've got Dan McGenna back on the show and he is here to give you... <laughs> exactly. He's here. You actually need a round of applause. <laughs> so you are here 
to give anyone listening a really Mm -hmm. great challenge of the week of how they can have some self-care around money, improve their attitude around whatever it is. Again, you are the boss still. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Okay. Write a love letter to money as if it was a person and (gasps) then write one back to yourself. From the money to yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my god! I think I want to do chill. That get yourself a glass me. of wine. Get yourself a glass of wine. Light a candle. Put your favorite music on. Turn down the lights and write a love letter as if it was a person. Write a love letter from the heart and then write one back. Good one. I, I think we should do that. I agree. And then we have to read them out on the show. Oh no, I can't do yes, that. Yes, that's we're we're doing that. We're doing that. We're that doing is that. Brilliant. Okay, Dan, yeah. that's a real good one. So, can I? Can we just give it a bit more, like a few tips? It, because if someone's mm-hmm. like, "Well, how am I going to write a love letter to money? I don't love money, or what am I supposed to say?" Or then, 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 if you don't love money, then write a love letter that says, "Hey, I don't love you very much." Maybe talk about why. Just commit to like five, ten minutes of just opening your heart to money, even if it's say, "I hate you. You're not here around enough. Like you don't love me. That's why I don't love you." Whatever, and then write one back and see what happens. Nice. The key is not to think too much. Okay, okay. Not to try and make it something, but to allow it to be what it is. Okay. For extra, extra, extra help, do you think mm-hmm. you've got three tips for the listeners about some healthy attitudes towards money? Just three quick tips. I'd say number one, um, when it comes to money, again, you're going to get what you give out. So okay. treat it like it was a person. Just ask yourself, the way that I'm treating money, is it treating me? Am I treating it the way I'd like to be treated? If it was my husband, my wife, my significant other, am I giving it the way, am I treating it the way I'd like to be treated? That's number one. Number two, don't put it on so much of a pedal stool. It's little. It's numbers on a screen that people make up anyway. So don't get into such a, a hissy fit about it. And I say number three, the thing that you do, blessing every time that you give money to someone else, get into gratitude before you hand it over before you write the check before you hit the send on the chaps transfer or whatever or before you give over the card just be really like bless it bless it on mm. its way mm. release it and send it with love send it with love okay nice beautiful thank you yeah thank you so much for returning to the show thank you for having me you're my favorite guest of the year Oh, that's cute. The whole year? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's only the second. Take, take that as you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the second guest. I'm taking it with gratitude. Yeah, take it with gratitude. Taking it with gratitude. <laughs> she means it. Yeah. I reckon you'll be her favourite guest of you the might, entire... You might be. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Dan, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for your time. Thank you, thank thank you for your you. wisdom, as always. Thank you for doing this work. We are absolutely inspired and ready to bring in more money. (laughs) Go and do it. Go and do it. Isn't he great? He is the bomb. (laughs) I have never heard you say that. I think it's going to be my new version of Slay. (laughs) Slay is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, She doesn't say it anymore update on oh it's already gone it's already already gone gone. i'm learning some new ones from uh this season's love island winter love island oh cool what else is there oh i told it to you the other day now i've forgotten it jarring is one do they use jarring jarring my kids use it what's that when something or someone i know what it is but what what is it in that what is it in their language oh you're so jarring or oh my teacher was so jarring that is a very strange thing for them to have picked up on. Well, that's, I'm telling you, that's what's happening. Okay. Do your boys never say it? Never. 
Okay. Well, what's happening in Love Island then? What's the language? They they, they talk about each other. They say, he's... <laughs> I'm going to get it wrong, aren't I? <laughs> Peng, pang, leng. Leng. <laughs> you see, I knew I was going to get it wrong. Leng. Leng no. means fit. What's peng? Not fit. Oh, uh, I think. No, I think peng is for one sex and leng is for the other. Oh, is it? I don't know. I'm <laughs> oh, 44. Here we, here we go again. Why are we even talking about it? Leng. My kids say leng a about lot. About boys. About boys. I think peng is for girls. I've definitely heard my son say peng. In a good way. Yeah, in a good way. And also the other one. Is Maya Jammer peng? She, she's she's like triple peng. She's the only reason Zach is watching Love Island. <laughs> Let's be straight. The other thing they say uh, although they haven't said it so much recently, is she's thick, and they mean it's a yeah, compliment. Yeah, yeah. with You've a double said that C, before. double C. Maya Jama. Oh, double C. Yeah, T H I double C. Maya Jama, definitely thick. But I like that. I, you know, encouraging girls not to be super skinny anymore is fantastic. They don't. They don't actually like it. They don't mean thick as in stupid. No, they no. Mean thick as in they've got a thick, bit of meat on thick them. Thick means little waist, like curvy, big bottom and thighs. Yeah. That's thick. That's yeah. the look. Thick. Yeah. The Kim Kardashian figure, basically. They love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the rage. because I've got a massive ass, And it ain't going anywhere. <laughs> and I, I haven't actually got an ass, but I'm not having anything injected into my bottom to make it bigger. So there we go. You're not going to get the Brazilian butt lift? I think on balance, no. I think, you <laughs> know... Can you I've... imagine how painful that must be? What? You know it's injected into I you. I just cannot even fathom why anyone would want to do that. It's totally beyond me. Such an odd... Concept. Want to have a big curvy bottom? Yeah. Remember, I'm a child of the 80s when so like I, but skinny I still was get in. It. Skinny was in. No, nothing, nothing, nothing. It's nice to see a curve on a woman, though. It is nice to see a curve on a woman. There you go. That's where it comes from. I don't want to inject things into my body. No, 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 no. Let's let's take a break. Let's get on with our wellness news flash. There's nothing about injecting. Is there in our wellness news flash? No, there isn't. Okay, we'll be back after this. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. 
Horizon Studios. Let's go further. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wellness News Flash. Okay, wow. It's a big news flash this week. Is it? Brace yourself. Okay, I'm braced. Our best friend, GP, the Gwynny. Gwyn. Okay, you know what? I think I'm going to have to start taking over the news no, flashes. can I tell no, you? Because she's you're keeping done very one-dimensional. She has done like, something crazy. We do crazy. like the, Pal- the Paltrow updates. We do. But you're bringing them. It's either Gwyneth or it's Kim K. But she's done something crazy this week. <laughs> you will be, be worse than the leeches. You will be shocked. You ready? I feel like you're being sarcastic. I mean, she has sparked backlash for. She's always sparking backlash. Wait for it. Making a salad. Oh. She made a salad. This is your news flash. I'm definitely taking it over has next been, week. I'm definitely taking over. It next has week. been in the I know independent I've got a lot of editing to do, but I'm definitely taking over the news. Listen, flashes. you take over. But this story has hit all the papers, not just like silly magazines. What, making a fucking salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't she lucky that she gets this this PR for doing absolutely for making herself lunch? The oh, well done, Gwyneth Paltrow. She can't breathe without being criticised. Actually, no, she can't. I mean, why are they criticising for making a salad? Why can't she just eat a salad in peace? I'm going to tell you the story, and then you can tell me your thoughts and feelings. Gwyneth Paltrow has sparked criticism after sharing a recipe for a salmon detox, in inverted commas, salad, while promoting Goop's $195 seven-day reset kit. She appeared in a video on Instagram on Thursday to walk viewers through the recipe. What's the reset kit? It's a kit they sell on Goop. Basically, it includes recipes to make one big meal a day during a week-long elimination program. That's the reset kit. So she made this salad, uh, it had grilled zucchini, asparagus, chives, vegetables, lettuce. Then she topped it with sliced avocado and salmon fillet and chive, maple and Dijon vinaigrette. And then she said, what's so nice about this is there's so much food in it and it's all really nutrient dense. And then she took a bite and then she said, it's so good you would never know it was a detox. And now, wow, the backlash. Firstly, she used farmed salmon. Shock horror. Secondly, this is my favourite bit. She didn't use the woody stems of the asparagus. She just used the tips. So she's a terrible person. (laughs) (laughs) But worst of all, she called it a detox. And worst of all, you have taken this as what is happening in the wellness world. I actually feel sorry for her. I actually feel sorry for her. She's just making a fucking salmon salad. This is not news. Apparently it is. This is not this is news. the bit that's the news. This is why it made the news, okay? This is the bit. You'll oh, get so it she now. she had the whole avocado and not the half. No, no. 
She's been criticised for calling it a detox. One person who is a nurse practitioner commented, there is no such thing. Girl, you make crap up to make a buck. Your liver is what takes care of cleansing the body of toxins. All this cleansing bullshit is another way for you to make cash. I'm a nurse practitioner who practices integrative medicine. You don't need cleanse gimmicky crap. Your liver and kidneys cleanse your body. They work in harmony in an elegant manner. This chick has no idea what she's talking about. Your body is made she in a way... But she's not sitting there selling it on goop as a detox salad. She just said it's nutrient dense and you'll feel detoxed. Well, That's all she a, said. It was a flippant fucking she's comment. She's just trying to sell the reset kit. But basically everyone's gone f- mental about her calling it a detox. I also feel sorry for her. I think we have come full circle with GP. I do too. I We have come full circle with GP because it is now got to the point where it's so ridiculous that everyone is just so quick to jump on her. Everything, for everything, every single everything. thing she says and make it into some sort of sense. They sensationalize everything she does and even making a fucking salad. Poor woman. There is something to be said about the obsession with the word detox. There is something to be said about that. But it is just. And it is just but a why salad. It's just, just a salad. say certain things without getting criticised or jumped on or, you know. I, oh, she made a salad. Where does she make the salad? Was it on Instagram or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you know what we should do? What? Should we make a salad? And then see if, see if we, we get, get criticised. See, <laughs> see if we can get criticised for not using no. the woody let's, ends of the asparagus. Let's not use the woody ends of the asparagus. Oh my god! Let's use farmed salmon. Oh, I can't. I couldn't. And let's see. Let's see if we can get into the Guardian, the Independent, the Sunday Times. Let's see if we can get some PR out of it. What Imagine if we used a head of broccoli and we just used the head, but we didn't use any of the stalk. <gasps> What could happen? Well, we could make it into like a broccoli soup. But what if we just threw it, it in away. the bin? Wow, we could end up in the Sunday Times because of that. Should we do it? <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to deal with the food waste issue. No. I'd feel terrible. What's wrong with farmed salmon? Please. I knew you were going to ask me this this morning. And I thought, shall I Google farmed versus wild salmon so that I know the answer? And I thought, do you know what? I'm not going to, even though I know she's going to ask me. <laughs> I just knew. But what is wrong with farm salmon? I don't know. But then I think there's also a wild salmon problem. And it's something to do with the mercury. Apparently salmon's very high in mercury anyway. Well, that was tuna. And tuna. Basically, it's not wild. It's not swimming free. It's farmed in a salmon farm in the sea. You know, like sheep. Hold on. And cows and pigs and and everything else. And chickens and everything else that's farmed. Yeah. I don't understand. I I don't know the ins and outs of farmed versus wild salmon, but I feel like we're going to get a lot of DMs about it. Should we edit this out too? Yeah. (laughs) No, no, we're keeping this one in. We edited something else out. We'll keep this in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not up on it. We're scared these days. We're scared of being... You know, criticised and cancelled and people jump on you for like the simplest of things. Obviously, wild salmon is more woke than farmed salmon, I'm guessing. But I'm very surprised in that case that the GP would be using the farmed salmon, but I I, I don't really care. Well, the fact that she specified that it was farmed Mm. is interesting. I I actually think that's... Maybe farmed is better than wild. From what my vague understanding is, there are issues with both, both salmons. Well, you know, that's the world we live in. 
Yeah, I okay. mean, you're damned if you're doing, you're damned so, if so, you don't. So, so the breaking news yep. of this week yep. in the wellness world yep. is that Gwyneth Paltrow made a salad for lunch. And called it a detox. There had to be something more interesting in the wellness world than that. I'm sorry, been, I normally love your news I know. There's been a gazillion, gazillion tips about January blues and the winter and the cold. And it was just so, I just couldn't be doing with it. I'm going to bring the newsflash next week. I cannot wait. Make sure it's... And what would be funny if, if there's like some massive news story on Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> you, won't be, you won't be allowed to use it. Oh dear. No, I will swear I'm not bringing a GP story next week. Okay. Even if she does something like... You know, wears what could I mean? What if she wears like a jumpsuit or something, and it's made of feet. vegan chicken feet or something? I'm gonna bring it. What to help with her? Like, what would it help with? Um, her, her aura, <laughs> <laughs> her circulation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What if she's wearing compression pants? Yeah, made of farmed salmon yeah. skin. To help with her circulation because yeah. it's very cold. Yeah. It's not that cold in California. If, if that story breaks. Will you use it? I will use it. Thanks. But that's the only story I will use okay. for GPs. Okay. So it has to be specific. Okay. It has to be compression tights made of chicken's feet to help with her circulation. <laughs> I'm, I might start the rumour on like Instagram. But okay. I'd heard that Gwyneth was wearing compression pants made of farmed salmon skin. Her circulation and see if how far it gets. Well, we're all curious to know how far it would get. <laughs> how far do you would get? We... Not very far. You'd no. see it and then you'd be like, I know why she said that, and that'll be it. <laughs> do you reckon people would share it? No, I don't. Do you know. reckon it would end up in the independent? <laughs> we could throw it out. <laughs> no, we're leaving Gwen okay. and Paltrow alone okay. because I'll tell you why. Why? I'll tell you tell for me why. For why. <laughs> Because everybody is on her. Yeah. And I feel like it is the kinder thing to do. And we promote kindness on this show because we it do. is good for your well-being yep. and it's good for your yep. self-care yep. and it's good for your mental yeah. health. Yeah, yep, it right? is. Yeah. So the kinder thing to do, because yeah. if everyone's jumping on her about putting zucchini and asparagus in her salad and apparently making her wrong for it, I think let's just leave her the fuck alone. I think it's a little bit desperate when you are going in with a salad-based um, criticism. Uh, people just want to criticise her for anything and poor Gwynny and we are into supporting women and promoting women and we're here for women and you know what we haven't always done that with her also, and I think we should just start doing that now when I'm 50 if I look like her I'll eat her salmon you detox salad every day of my life you won't look like her when you're 50 I will if I eat her salmon detox salad <laughs> every day yeah but you'd have to get up and meditate then you'd oh, have to no, do your no, dancing please. then you'd have to do your dry brushing then you'd have to do your infrared sauna <sighs> and your cold showers no and... no i don't want to do all of that so you're not gonna look like it when you're 50 that's what i'm saying i'll just eat the salad then recommendation of the week i've got some good ones you start with the telly show because you brought it to my life. The TV show. Well, yeah. it's not a, oh, well, the second season is new. It's Ginny and Georgia on Netflix. Never heard of it until you told me about it. Because my teenager told me to watch it. So I've been watching the first season with her. And it's about a mother and a daughter. And they moved to this small town. Uh, where is it in Canada? I think so. Could be. 
anyway, and it's their life there. And it's it's great. It's really great. And it's great for the teenagers and it's great for us as well. Mm. What did we say it was? A cross between Desperate Housewives and the Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. exactly mm. it. It's quite edgy. It is edgy. Yeah. Uh, a podcast. Gosh, you also brought this. I'm on fire. You are this on week. it with the January recommendations. It's called Tell Me a Story. It's great. Uh, six comedians. They all have a funny story to tell, and they but they, all... ha- they tell one story per episode, and they pass the story from one to the other to the other, and ca- it's like, can they get to the end, it's... the sixth person, without twisting the tale? And yeah, every time they retell the story. It gets funnier and funnier because, because they, it changes. Yeah, and then they ha- and then the last person has to retell the story back to the original person. Yeah, and of how much it's changed. It is so funny. It's a really great, light-hearted, fun. If you're I've, feeling in a bit of a bad mood and you need a bit of a pick-me-up, it's great. And it perfectly fits the drive home from school. So we've been listening to that on oh, the way home. You? Yeah, and Josh is really enjoying that. He thinks it's hilarious. So that's great. Um, a book I'm currently reading, The Marriage Portrait by Maggie O'Farrell, set in... I thought you were going to bring Dan's book. I'm bringing that next week, I think. Um, it's set in 16th century Italy, based on the true story of Lucrezia de You're Medici. reading a different book every week. Pretty much, yeah. I always read a book a week. Anyway, I love Maggie O'Farrell. I think she is an absolutely amazing writer and this is her newest book. you read a book a week and watch all that TV? I just don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm just a very talented, multifaceted woman. You just consume a lot of stuff. I just don't know where you have the time. I'm not in the gym. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) For all the many hours you're wasting lifting shit, I'm reading shit wasting my hours lifting shit okay well all the time you're wasteful spending lifting things up and down up and down up and down up and down down. i'm reading i'm scanning i haven't actually been lifting a lot of things up and down up and down i've been working on my conditioning okay i don't know what that means but it sounds great (laughs) (laughs) a lot of cardio a lot of cardio sounds lots of running lots of oh lovely ski ergs wow bike what, ergs, what fun sprinting you enjoying that sleds you enjoying that not really no it well actually hideous. i know i am really fit at the moment i'm not very strong though if if there's a fire can you pull out my smoke inhalated body or not i reckon i could pull josh out well i can push josh out he's like 25 kilograms Right. I mean, he doesn't weigh that much. He's like a bag of dog food. Well, how much do you weigh post Christmas? <laughs> how much are you weighing? How much no are you idea. weighing? I haven't in? got scales. I've actually lost the Christmas weight, and I can only tell you that because my jeans just like slipped on this morning and did up really easily. And I was like, oh, don't know where that went, but it's gone. You're just so Sorry. annoying. It's so annoying. Well, I do know what happened. It's because I didn't, I haven't since Christmas sat on the sofa with the Christmas chocolates and not done anything. I've just gone back to normal life that doesn't involve chocolate in the afternoon and booze every day. Okay. So it's just gone. Just fell off. Fell off. Just fell off. So the answer isn't weighing less, I would imagine. Can you drag me out of a, bo- a burning building or not? I need to know this stuff. No, you're going to say no. I'm wondering if I could fireman lift you over my shoulder. I don't reckon I could. No? I reckon you're what? 60 kilos? 
About that. Yeah, you're roughly that. Give or take either side. Could you just, just pick up my ankles and drag me out, though? Like a sleigh. Like the sleigh. Well, Not a sleigh, cool. Just sled, an actual sled. sled. It's, it's sled, a sled. A sled. Could you do it like well, this? Well, I have. you'll be pleased to know. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of pushing on the sled. Right. And now we're starting on the pull. Okay, great. So, so I did Practice. pull... 100 kilos the other day. Well, definitely less than that. But I only pulled it about 12 metres four times. Okay. So if I need to pull you out about 20 metres, we're mm. okay. Okay, that sounds fine. We can practice. I'll lie on your kitchen floor and you can drag me. <laughs> <laughs> and he had me sitting down whilst I was doing it, so I didn't have any of my other body weight to help. Oh, that's that's good. So if my legs have given out, yeah, due to or if fire, you've got like a huge beam that's fallen on your legs, yeah. let's say, yeah, I could pull <laughs> you, you towards me. Pull. I could probably oh. pull you towards me, and then me. we can crawl out together. But you're gonna have to get the beam off me. Oh, that, so that you might need to get your ass to the gym. That could be a problem. Basically, you need to get your ass to the gym because I reckon the beam is gonna weigh about a eighty lot, kilos. A lot. If you're trapped by it, yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? I feel um, like I'm in an episode of Fowder, which is, by the way, back. Oh, yes. I love Fowder. I haven't watched it yet either. Still on Happy Valley. Um, okay. We'll deal with the burning building beam issue another time. But you're not going to come to the gym then, are you? No. How would I get my reading done? I love <laughs> Island fitted in. Obviously not. Is that it? Are we done? Recommendation yeah. of the week? Can I go home now? Yeah. <laughs> no, we've still got another show to record. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. that was... Um, Funny little episode. As always. Thank you for listening. We're going to be back next week with a show on toxic positivity. Now, don't roll your eyes. It's an important subject, especially for January, isn't it? Because there's a lot of it around. There's a lot of new year, new you. We did not rehearse that. I I promise we did. Two people on separate occasions this week asked me if we rehearse our little videos that go up on Instagram. I mean, do they watch them? Does it look like they're rehearsed? Well, apparently it does because two people asked if they were rehearsed. I find that hilarious. Can't they just see the chaos that is this show? Some people think it's professional. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Their bar must be set very low. (laughs) One was my sister. Yeah, we spent all weekend uh, rehearsing our jokes. (laughs) They'd be better if we did that, wouldn't they? What, if we rehearsed our jokes? Yeah. We haven't had any in this show. Haven't we not? Okay. Anyway, yes, January. Toxic positivity. That's what we're back with next week. So you'll want to tune in for that. We've got lots coming up on uh, Sunday. There's Dan who's in for the full episode. So don't miss that. You need to come over to the Facebook group because lots happens over there. Yeah. The links are all in the show notes. Wherever you're not following us, please just click and follow. That would be so brilliant. Make sure you're subscribed. I think that's all they need to do, isn't it? Write a review. That would be good. Oh, yeah. We'd love a review, please. We need some reviews, please. And that is the end of our demands. We will be back (laughs) on the end of our demands. Yeah. It's like we're hostages. We're keeping hostages in our burning house. You know, you look pretty, but you're very dark. <laughs> just, just, what the fuck is wrong with you? You watch too much TV. Or you read too many books. That's the problem. That's yeah, why you're that's dark. That's my problem. That's why I you're re- dark. I read too much. I should go back to sewing. We're stopping. Now. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> 
Kind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Mother Kind. Mother Kind.